going on, everybody? It's your boy, Real, back with another review, man. Oh, we're finally here. Unfortunately, this is where our Mayans journey ends. Until next year, where we have season five. And oh, it was Angel who burnt the drugs. I don't give a damn what y'all talking about. I ain't left that point. I'm sticking strong to it. <laughs> but I think this episode was a great one to leave off on because... This was the most pivotal episode. Like, this season finale set up everything that has now fallen. The Everything that's now happened, just everything. And it's crazy to look back and see the things that I've missed. And we're going to get into it. But I need you to like this, man. Run them likes up. Like, 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 like. Anyway, salute to the Discord gang. All right, all those listening to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, of course, you, the viewer. The one actually on YouTube. All right? So, this episode, I don't, honestly, I don't know where to start. Um, Can we say... Let's do the Emily and Miguel saga. This episode set up their ultimate breakup, right? Emily kicked it off by sticking to the lie, right? Never telling Miguel the truth. And then stealing uh, Adelita's pretty much freedom papers, the papers that Miguel was going to use to frame Potter in order to free Adelita, you know, and she traded them with easy so that he could save his father and not murder Miguel, make her that promise. Now I know what a lot of y'all thinking there goes Emily fucking up again. I got to say I'm a defender. I'm going to defend her on this one. She, by doing this, she actually saved Miguel from Potter because that would have blew up Miguel's whole, um, secret plan. The plan he has with the, the mayor of Mexico, the plan he had with Adelita that would expose his hand. If he says Potter, boom, I got these on you free Adelita. The Potter's like, Holy shit. So you've been working with her this whole time. And yes, he might get that temporary W, but he's got the power of the American government that he can utilize. He's got information on Miguel that could put him away for the several people's lifetimes. So actually, she did pretty good. They got a bang for their buck. It seems cheap because everybody wants the freedom of Adelita, except Adelita. We got to, we cannot forget this. Before we feel bad about how these papers ended up and how cheaply, because, you know, we trade the papers for not only Ignacio's freedom, but his legal, him and his wife's legal uh, citizenship in America. So he's good. Right? It it seems like you want to hit Potter a little harder because Angel has his uh his son, has his girl. So you want to see more damage done to Potter. But this is this was probably the best bargain. This was the best way it could work out as far as using those papers to frame. And Emily, it only reason I'm defending her, even though she, you know, she don't know that she made the right decision. She just kind of does shit on a whim, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I can't even give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to just say she lucked up into this one. She lucked up into this one. So 
Uh, but Miguel also was hiding stuff from her. Her homegirl, who was, you know, taking money and hooking up all the uh, the agro project stuff at the city office, she's leaving. And she said, hey, please leave me alone. I heard you. Uh, you and your husband. I'm good. I'm gone. I'm leaving town. I'm on to other things. I'm living my best life. Please, Emily, go go far away from me. People have died. Your husband's harassing. And Emily is just so, of course, she's lost. When when does Emily ever know what's going on? When? When? When does she ever? So, but she knows uh, Miguel has something to do with it. He went and backdoored her. Like, he went behind her back and uh, set things into motion. He doesn't know exactly what she did, but she knows, he knows she has something to do with that William death. And Easy and his father got something to do with it. So he did the smartest move by getting rid of the only witness that could implicate them. So that was good on Miguel for not trusting Emily and sending her away. Now, how does Emily explain those papers already being used on Potter? That's going to get a little dicey. But we don't get that this episode. But we can see the deceit is in full effect. And... um. The passing of Miguel's mother when they were there, when they saw the aftermath, when they saw Dita's burnt body, which was, whoa, that was gruesome. You know, uh, he, he, he didn't know he was saying his goodbyes to her, but when he sees his dead mother there, it looked like Emily was the last person he wanted near him. And I think he carries that on into these future seasons to where he, we remember, well, he got all drugged up and was ready to drown her and then changed his mind. And now they're at where they're at, killing, her, killing Emily's sister and threatening to, uh, you know, threatening her life, essentially, because he's already got his son back. So, yes, this was the begin of the end for Miguel and Emily. Also, this episode, I learned a lot about Taza. Taza. <laughs> was the one who put every bad thing into motion. He is the reason for one king. He is the reason for the war with the sons. He is the reason that uh, Riz died, that Coco was killed, essentially, that um hell he's the response he's the reason that creeper is in the situation he's in in prison for the rest of his life you could blame taza for gabby's death taza literally fucked the mayans like this was the episode last episode he put it in motion by killing riz but this one really cemented it like this is what this is Holy shit. And I forgot. I forgot how important this finale was. And it was a really good finale. <clears throat> but. So Taza, the, the nastiest thing I've seen this episode is I was infuriated every time I seen Taza souling people over Riz. Like, oh, there goes his one of his family members that was in, in the States. And he's got her back. He's holding her. He's like, oh, it's okay. We'll take care of you. I'm going to get your fucking hands off her, Taza. This nigga looking like Bishop and Juice. When when he, when he Bishop shot Raheem and then went to go, 
you know, say all this sweet shit to his mom and sister. Like, never. And I, also, that movie would never happen. You're not killing one of the guys and just running around town expecting us to, like, A, keep this between us. No, you're dead. <clears throat> and you was the least liked member out the group. Like, no, you're gone. You just killed basically our leader. You got to go. But that was Juice. This is mine's. I didn't like him consoling none of the... You know, putting his hand, putting his arm, his his arm on the shoulders of uh, these loyal ass Mayans that are furious about Riz's passing, and Taz is just sitting there. Creeper actually catches him outside doing some type of prayer. I know he's like uh, part indigenous person or something like that, so he's doing one of those things. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Whatever God or gods you believe in, they're not coming to your rescue. And it's even uglier that he did all this. And then he went nomad. Like, that's the ultimate drop the mic. He put, how did he put Bishop into one king? I'll tell you how. We see the, the, the meeting with Conche and them, right? So, Conche and uh, Ruiz, I think it's Conche and Ruiz, they come and tell Bish, like, okay, look, your man's dead. I get it. But let us impart this important information on you before you just uh, gun up and let's go to war. If you go through with this, there's a large faction of the Mayans that's going to defect. Because they've already been promised this money. They got sellers lined up. And if you don't go through with this, they're just going to defect from the Mayans. Make the deal anyway with chips and that's going to be a ripple effect like that's going to fuck the mayans apparently they're like the largest chapter or one of and i was sitting there like i felt like coco when coco heard that response he's like fuck them if it's all about money i've been i lived that life i did shit for money no i joined this club for family for for club shit this eye for an eye the second it becomes about money is nasty work Yes, he's right. The club was not built on making money. Making money is a is a sub thing. It's like a caveat, you know what I'm saying, to why we're actually here. But Taza had, you know, put all this pressure on Bishop to either allegiance to all of the Mayans you know, or to his club. Like, it was basically his head versus his heart. And Bishop, as we know, tends to choose heart a lot of times. A lot of times. Now, he uses his head later on, but he's 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 emotional. He's been known to be emotional. So they, they wanted him to go meet Paolo at his grandmama's crib? I was like, yo. He said, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and take Hank. I like how he just took Hank because that was the that was the best source. You know, you couldn't bring Taza, you know, because of that friction that Taza shared with everybody. You couldn't bring nobody else, literally. Everybody else chose war. Hank is the only one on your side, and Riz is gone. So Hank was the obvious come-with-me move. They go, and it was just such an awkward meeting. Like, Bishop is like, okay, I'm here. Now I got to super pretend, which is what he did. So what Bishop ends up doing because of Taza is lying to Conche and Ruiz, right? 
and basically just placating them until they do the actual hit on the VM. And he knows the risk, and he went behind their back. So there's repercussions. So Ruiz and um and Conte is not finna fuck with him like that. Hence One King. That is the thing that set One King in motion, where Bishop has to look at people and say, fuck them, I'm doing what I want to do. And that was the birth of One King in this episode. So that was wild. Uh, also, he... You know, I felt like that sped up Easy's patching, which I felt like he should have been patched in season one. He he been putting in a lot of work, but uh, Easy is getting fully patched in this episode. Finally, he's been a prospect for two damn years, so you know he's got his. Um, and his his initiation night was quite dramatic. I mean, when <laughs> when they made the plan to run down on like let me tell you something that was probably the most gangster scene in this entire episode was the mayans going in and clearing the entire house they didn't care they didn't give a shit who was innocent they knew it was abuelita's birthday party they didn't care who was inside abuelita could get to oh she made 90 no more years she was headed out anyway (laughs) you know what i'm saying and that lady was not 90 she was the best looking 90 year old I've ever seen in my life. Like, why did they choose the age of 90? Like that look, that's ridiculous, sir. That woman is not close to the age of 90. Like not even remotely. What is she? An elf? Is she unaging? Like, like, no, she looks younger than Morgan Freeman. She looked younger than Betty White. She looked, she looked younger than Queen Elizabeth. These are people they were in their 90s. She looked about 60. Stop it. Fuck, what is out there in the desert? Some youth, some youth dust. Something out there. I don't know. But yeah, they tried to get that 90 off. Lifting shit and working? Fuck out of here. Lady wasn't 90. But it didn't matter. We didn't give a shit what age she was. Mayans came through, as they typically do. Has anybody noticed, like, that's the Mayans entry? When it's time for action, there is, and it's so funny to me because they're all, well, majority of them, like the heavy hitters, the majority of them are ex-soldiers. Like, they did this professionally. But it seems like it's all the people that breach. Like, they came from the same breaching arms of 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 the armed forces. Like, that's what they do. Nobody, like, covers the bag. Nobody swings in through a side window nobody finds any other entrance they bust down the door fit as many people as they can in and try to aim where they don't shoot one one another in the in the back of the fucking head i'm like this is classic mayans but I, to be fair everybody was in that room getting drunk and drunk and fucked up so it was probably nobody saw that coming so yeah, i guess you ain't really need no uh uh no you ain't gotta be that tactical at a fucking fiesta you know what I'm saying? But I was like, holy shit. Like, my mouth was like, I forgot all about this scene. They wiped it out. The women that was just having a good time, that was two-stepping. Like, they cleared the room. And and in typical gangster fashion, everybody is murdered except the intended target. Everybody. But, oh, no, the target and Abuelita. 
none of them was going to see the age of 40. She's about to see 91. Paolo was able to get her his grandmama part of that. And what kind of party was that for a 90-year-old woman? Uh, they didn't look like, you know, classy women. Those look like biker chicks. It looked like a lot of drugs. and dr Like, is that how Abuelita wanted to spend her 90th birthday? I got so many problems with Abuelita's party. I didn't like it. Where's her cake? Could she not get a cake? A trace leches or something? Like, what the fuck? But okay. Cool. Now, so they do all that, and I didn't notice this scene. Taza, there's a shrine with a gentleman's picture in it who had a quite flamboyant smile and type of fashion about him. I've never seen this picture till watching this episode. There's a whole shrine built to this man on a little shelf, and Taza looks at it and goes, oh, like sadly, and moves on. And they're in a desperate heap to go find Paolo. And I'm like, yo, it was right there in our face. This whole time. And then Easy discovers not Paolo, but a dead Suns member. So now the shit has hit the fan for the for the uh for the Suns. Basically the start of the Suns War. AKA Taza. Everything happens this episode. This is a crazy ass finale. Truthfully. Um This one shows us the the evolution, well, Adelita. This is where Adelita gets her son stolen. Uh, Potter now is on even ground because they had the they had the ups on him. But you know, now that he knows that Angel is the father, even calls him tonight. He said, "Hey, now we even. Now both of us ain't gonna never see our son." But that's not true. Only one of y'all really ain't. But uh, yeah. So this is the beginning of evil Adelita. Took her son. We know what she turns into when she get out of there. Like a goddamn serial killer. Like a, the lady Mike Myers. She's not to be fucked with. But this is where the whole Adelita saga starts. With the snatching of the baby. This is where she just breaks mentally. Um, and, you know, also this episode is like, where the tension between the Reyes family happens. Like, it gets into heavy swing, especially between Felipe and Easy. So this whole time, so now Dita, now that we're, you know, this is the episode where we all know that Dita did it. And Dita has been setting it up, and she gets a message out there when, when they meet on the roof. You know, she explains some bullshit, by the way. I didn't I didn't I didn't believe any of what she just said. He said, "Yo, Felipe said, "Yo. It's been 20 years. What like seriously did a why?" Well, it wasn't just that, you know, it was it had a lot of it had to do with Miguel. I said, "Make it make sense. A lot of it had to do with Miguel." Please, Dita, continue. Yeah, well, um See, something in me told me that you knew that that was your son and I and you know Miguel has just made his first deal and then I see y'all so I didn't want you to like you know tell him that I might be that you might be his dad and then you take him from me because he'd be mad at me and then I know how much you love Mari's soul so she had to die because if you felt that you knew this and told, and I'm sitting there like what and then before I can say the words fuck out of here Felipe goes, 
No, nobody would. Nobody knew shit, Dita. Nobody knew anything. This is horse shit. And then she finally gives the truth up, just saying, like, just own up to it. You're a hater. Dita said, well, I saw y'all. I saw how in love y'all were. And I was mad still. So I just added some extra shit. But who cares? It's time for me to die. Just like, oh, my God, just like the most toxic women I've ever had the pleasure of being around. Where they go, where they know they wrong, you call them out on their wrong, and then they say, yeah, but whatever, forget that part. The fuck all, fuck, fuck all that. This is what it's about. And it's like, no, we can't say fuck all that no to this part. No, we can't do that. My, this is the reason we're arguing. This is why we got beef. No, you can't just lie and get that shit off. That's not gonna, no, come on, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But yeah, so Felipe is just confused and he says, you're crazy. You know, and he shares this with his boys and they and they trying to tell him, like, you're not going alone. You're not going to do this. Little do he know that Dita knows that he ain't going to do it because, I mean, he's not Ignacio. He is Felipe. And I don't think we'll ever see Ignacio again, by the way, because Felipe has taken over. Felipe has just turned into a granddad like he just and a and the protector of his son's girlfriends like ignacio would never okay ignacio would have put two in dita's head right there and said we're solid no felipe is a much older man he's tired he's so confused he's sad his both his kids are outlaws like he's just all fucked right (laughs) so that's why i don't think we'll ever see ignacio again i know there's been some uh, theories out there that Ignacio's going to make one last return and murder his own son. Not going to happen. If Ignacio couldn't kill his ex who tried to, who got his wife killed, tried to assassinate him. Right. And, 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 uh, and subsequently putting his, his like youngest son, his most like, I don't want to say cherished, but I mean, he has a tighter relationship with Easy. The son with the most promise, right, to do something good with their life, actually, is the reason, you know, Dita basically had the reason he's in prison. If Felipe couldn't murder her, knowing all of this, how dare he try to kill Easy over what? Easy's girlfriend? Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm mad about Gabby, too. But fam. I, I don't know. My wife, my son's girlfriend I just met, there's a disconnect. So I'm going to kill my son over this, but I'm not going to kill some ex of 20 years for ruining all that. Like, cut it out. Like, are we, uh, like no, Ignacio's done, people. Please. I don't want to see those theories either. Ignacio ain't pulling no triggers. He'll just keep doing the, the Clint Eastwood shit where he raises his fingers and point like this or bring a gun. Like, hey, he's not doing shit. I'm standing on that. He ain't doing shit. Um, but yeah, like like we said, so Dita knew that Felipe wasn't gonna be able to do it. And um she said that when they had their final meeting outside. When the boys rolled up. Felipe tried to, you know, boss up, tried to be the father out there. But it's not going to happen. Dita started too much shit. 
easy been going down a rabbit hole. He been risking life and limb and freedom to find out why would anybody want to kill his parents. And now he's at the finish line and you telling him that what? We not finna do nothing. We finna turn back. So wait, I'm not gonna kill Happy and I'm not finna kill Dita. Not gonna happen. Easy said, this is where I draw the line. I'll let Happy roam away. It was just business with him. Still, I don't makes no sense to me. But okay, that was business. This Dita shit is personal. Dita made it personal. Right? And while Ignacio's sitting there trying to say, no, this ain't happening. I'm pardon me, he's not Ignacio no more. Felipe. While Felipe is trying to say this ain't happening. She's crazy. Let's turn around. We out of here. Easy pops up and says, oh, he comes rolling in like Doc Holliday. Like, I'm your Huckleberry. All right. I'll be I'll be right there. I'll be the one to do it. And then this is where Felipe this this scene is where you see Felipe and um, easy drift apart. Felipe knew that it couldn't be easy to do it. Because he was saying this is not you, but all the while knowing this is truly him. He Felipe knew his boy. He knew who the killer was in the family. He knew where that bad blood went. You know what I'm saying? Because Angel is too soft hearted. He's too big hearted and too dumb. Miguel, a little bit more colder, but he's got soft spots. Easy, cold blooded Ignacio killer. So Easy steps up to the plate, allows Dita to get her prayer off, and then tells her like the Joker. Like Easy turns to the Joker, look at me. I was like, oh my God, this dude is getting dark. This is the first dark Easy scene. <laughs> the dark Easy appears, look at me, and then proceeds to choke her out while, you know, while she's fighting for her life, you know, because that's just natural reflexes. And then, you know, he screams that off and just con and just applying pressure until nothingness. Yeah, he shed a few tears, but I don't know. I don't know. But Angel had his back out there. They set Dita ablaze and set them down a collision course against Miguel. That's going to be something powerful because we see when Miguel finally get the call and they when they locate Dita's body. And like I said, that whole breakdown scene. The real thing is Marcus, El Padrino. He is setting it. He, he says, hey, let them have a minute. Take them away. But he noticed something. And he went to go do his own investigative work. He saw some motorcycle tracks. And he knew there was only one family that would even be involved with the Galindos. That drove motorcycles. Because who else would they know rode motorcycles? Like, come on. So Marcus Subconscious knew exactly who it was. Can't confirm it. But was willing to kick and mess up the uh, motorcycle tracks. But Nestor had already seen the, the tracks. He seen what he was checking out when he sent them away. But that was the scene that set up where El Padrino is now. He chose the loyalty of the club. We should have been knew he was going to choose club over everything. He chose club over everything at that moment. It gets no, I mean, it gets no bigger than covering up who actually murdered your boss's mom. Right? That's about as deep as the commitment can go. 
So you're you're really gonna choose your sides on this one. And he chose it that night. So really real El Padrino stood strong on his shit. And it this this episode was just a lot. Like it was a lot. Like the disconnect with Miguel and Emily in that scene was so cringeworthy. He didn't he didn't want her to kiss him. He she was like, please like come to me, like grabbing his face. And can we talk about Emily's speech too? It was such a small scene. But it was so irritating. You want to know why? Go back and see that scene and tell me if I'm doing this wrong. What is he doing? Um, and 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 this is new aggro. I was like, oh my god, get her to slap that mic. Somebody tackle her. Think I'm bullshitting? I was like, she should not do public speaking. That was god awful. And I apologize to anybody who had headphones on and had to bear that. But, oh, that was so bad. Totally un- unrelated to the story, to this review. Has nothing to do with nothing. Only the fact that I remember it and I was irritated by it. Wow. But as far as finales go, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> now that I've rewatched this one and know how important it is and the evil that Taza is, like, for what, too, bro? Like, really? Man. Is this the, oh man, I've been doing this a lot. I did this for Game of Thrones. But is this the best, like, finale of the Mayans thing? I really like the end of three, though. It's a battle between two and three for me. Now rewatching this one, because wow. But I'm going to have to get this, I'm going to have to get this one a 10 out of 10. This thing hit everything perfectly. It is set up next season perfectly. It left just enough cliffhangers. It answered just enough questions. I mean, we got the satisfaction that we've been waiting for. We finally got easy to get patched up, right? And Angel is bought into his patched upness. That was a B for a long time. So we got that. We got the conclusion of Dita finally. Like, we got Dita the fuck up out of here. So those things feel good. We got Potter finally away from the Reyes family. Finally. He's done, but he's not done. But with the Reyes, he's done. So finally, we got some... Mm, we got some conclusion to the story. But um, left just enough. Left Paolo alive to make him a problem for next uh season. Um, The whole Emily and Miguel lying to each other ramped up to make that something for the next season. Um, uh, Marcus or El Padrino seeing those tire tracks, you know leaving something for next season and a dead son to be like, holy shit. Mayans ain't killed sons in many years until tonight. And it's kind of hard to say, you know, a classic Coco, my bad. And this is also the last season that Coco was Coco. Wow. So with that, man, there'll be, no more Mayans Mondays. But anytime you need that itch, please go back, watch all my old videos, and I'll retro I will retroactively argue with you. If you've like, you know what, I'm about to go and see all of Rail's reviews and I'm thinking about shit. I want to argue with him about season one, episode six. I'll pull up. I'll argue with you. Cause you my people. So we could do that. But until next time, man, protect your health, yourself, your wealth, man. Your boy Rail is out of here. Peace.
Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Real. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at a 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it come to that subscribe button, 